I thought maybe the nastiest hit of the game came from Diamador Lenore. He absolutely crushed Dontavian Wicks. I mean, just Dontavian Wicks was shut out. Buried him. Just buried him. Diamador Lenore did a hell of a job. I mean, he put the kind of hit on him that we talk about, you know, like, it wasn't dirty, but this is the shit that Mark Chamorro was trying to talk about. He's just stupid and did it the wrong way. But you hit a guy through the echo of the whistle. You go out and you are just as physical as humanly possible. And you saw Diamador Lenore coming up from any and all moments, looking to squabble with somebody, a lot of post play, pushing and shoving and staring into the other dude's face mask and barking at each other. Like, I love that shit. I love that shit. Diamador Lenore, he took a big step forward in my like oh. guys. I like watch him play wish list last night. He was phenomenal. He he's seriously that guy's and I you know, I talked to him earlier in the week and he was the one guy who I love the I love corners because they're cocky as hell. If you show me a corner that's like kind of like, well, I don't know, hopefully, don't draft him. Right. You got it to be a corner. You know who would have been an awesome corner? Pat Bev. If you got Pat Beverly and made him a corner, oh my God, he would have been an all pro corner. He's a decent NBA player, but he would have been a ridiculous corner. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Just, I mean, he would have been the tallest corner of all time, but, but I mean, pesty as hell and just cocky with a swagger. And, you know, Diamondor Lenore this week was like, we're not going to lose. You know, and I love guys who, who are not afraid to, to say how they actually feel, you know, you can say, well, they almost lost and he would have looked bad, but you know what? So what he believes it. And I, 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 I that kind of comp you need when you're going to be going backpedaling, trying to mirror four, three wide receivers up and down the field, they know where they're going. You don't know where you're going. You're just trying to mirror them. It takes a special level of confidence and swagger and belief. And Demo's got it. He's he's awesome, man. He was absolutely phenomenal last night. I don't think it's going to be a real concern because all signs from the Niners are that there's no lingering issue here on Debo, which to me, like, you know, again, don't ever call an NFL player soft. The no. fact that you're in the league means you're wrong about that. But it is odd to see a player like Debo Samuel come off the field, return to the field without pads on, which means his night's over, only to realize, like, oh, it wasn't that bad after all. He's okay. That That is odd. That is odd. I was expecting to hear some sort of, yeah, and the MRI showed that there is a tear in that shoulder. He had a partial separation. There's something wrong with the labrum. Something, Just something something that was to be worried about through the week going forward as we approach the NFC title game. Um, it sounds like if the NFC title game were to be played on Wednesday, Debo would go. According to Adam Schefter, Adam Schefter's source said that there's a chance for Debo to play in the NFC championship game with Debo himself telling a teammate he's okay. Um, asked if Debo Samuel had a chance to play in next Sunday's conference championship game one source said, yes, I do. Uh, so there you go. I, it, it is a little bizarre. Um, these guys are anything but soft. Uh, Debo is, is you know, as tough as they come. So I, I'm, 
I don't know what's going on. Sometimes there's a scare. Sometimes you think it's one thing. Sometimes you have more pain or, you know, up front than, than, uh, you know, and and there's no structural damage and you get the MRI. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I wish I had an answer for you, but, um, Shanahan said he didn't know the extent of it, uh, last night. Obviously we'll get more concrete data. Um, I don't, I don't care if, um, you know, what happened last night, all I care about is that Debo's ready to roll, uh, because he's the, he's their money guy, man. They got to have him. They got to have him. This team is not as good without Debo Samuel. You know it. I know it. Kittle said it last night on the podium. Um, 49er talk, uh, sports talks is Debo shouldn't be used as a running back at any point. I disagree. That's what he's good at. Yeah. But, um, but at the same time, you know, it's, it, you know, you can't say, well, he got hurt. So don't use him. He's a football player, football players. You know, I said this to my son when he played high school football, he said, you have to understand if you play football, it's a hundred percent injury sport. It's not like, Hey man, you might get hurt. No, you will get hurt. Okay. You will get hurt. Um, it's just a matter of where and to what extent and to what degree. So if you can't deal with that as a reality, then don't play, you know, go play something else because you will get hurt. And sure enough, you know, um, broke his clavicle, you know, had some injuries. I mean, it's just, you know, there's, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, you're going to get hurt. You play enough games, you're going to get hurt. It's as simple as that. But, um, I want to get into the chats and I know you got a lot of star chats and we'll do that. My other only, and again, edit point, Kevin Kruger, here you go. Final news segment is formal request. Larry, you get to make one formal request to Kyle Shanahan directly of something you'd like to see more of as this team goes forward. What would your formal request be? Let me ask you straight up. Does it involve Jair Alexander? Because that might be my formal request, certainly on the defensive side of the football. Maybe Jair Brown, Jair Brown. Yes, Jair Brown, not Jair Alexander. You're making a late season trade. No, I don't think that's available. (laughs) I would like you to trade for Jair Alexander. Hey, you guys are out of it now. We'd like to make a trade. (laughs) That would be awesome. That's like bad fantasy league stuff. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You get to, you get to draft from the loser. Um, (laughs) That would be cool. The teams just get better and better and better. On Super Bowl Sunday, it's these juggernauts. Right. Every time you win, you get to raid. Micah Parsons is, we've got Micah Parsons, the Cowboys. That would like a redraft every week of the best players. I'd like to see Jair Brown involved, and I would like to see Kyle Juszczyk involved. To me, this guy is a Swiss Army knife of danger that isn't used enough. Christian Juszczyk should not have a bigger week than Kyle Juszczyk in the playoffs, and she did. I and, and God bless her. And what a great husband he is. He's blowing his wife up as much as possible. There's also a lot of financial incentive for him to do that, too. She's going to make a lot of money selling designer NFL coats and jackets and things like that. But I, I just think that use check is a Swiss Army knife of pain that isn't invoked an awful lot. And he is just the ultimate leak out of the backfield, the wheel route you didn't see coming. Uh, give him a ball on third and one, just again, to take the beating off McCaffrey or spare Brock, the quarterback sneak and all that comes with it. Um, I'd like to see you check more involved in Jair Brown. Those are my formal requests. Larry, what's yours? Um, I would like to see more end arounds to Debo, to 
um, Ayuk, and I wouldn't even mind seeing Jordan Mason on an end around. I mean, you're talking about get, you know, I love the end around. You get all the action going one way, and here comes the here comes the guy the other way. Um, it's just, you know, I like that East West stuff. I mean, you know, you're stretching the field as a play caller. You're trying to stretch the field North and South, and you're trying to stretch the field East and West. I'd like to see a little bit, you know, more East and West. I mean, I love Debo on the end around. I love it. I would like, I'd like to see it like three times a game. Um, and I'd like to see Ayuk on a, on a reverse. I'd like to see, you know, a little bit more, um, you know, like a, the flea flicker or the the more east west a little bit you got some great I'd like to see a little bit more running and a little less passing in in bad weather especially in a game where Brock looked a little unsure of himself run the hell out of the ball you you know your your line is a decent pass blocking line I think if it if it's a, if there's a strength it's a stronger run blocking line um run the ball run the ball more you know, forget balance. Uh, run the ball. Run the football. You got a great defense. You got a punter that can pin somebody inside their 20 at will. You, you know, you've got a bunch of runners. I mean, that's the one thing. Use the talent that you have. If you had a bunch of extra receivers like Green Bay does, then throw it all over the yard because you got all these receivers. What do the Niners have? They got McCaffrey, great runner. Debo, great runner. Jordan Mason, great runner. Elijah Mitchell, great runner. Run the damn football more. Don't be don't be balanced. Be unbalanced. Run it 60-40. Run the ball, especially in bad weather, especially if Brock looks uncomfortable. Uh, don't get pass happy. Get run happy. Right. Uh, again, to Kyle, instead of trying to set up the next play, why don't you just stick with the play that's working? <laughs> use your talent you got yeah. a bunch of runners deep uh mitt you said it earlier mitchell's fresh mitt and mitchell looks good he's in rhythm right now for yeah. him never to run the ball run mitchell run i trust mitchell i trust mason i trust mccaffrey and it's um, also how you and, keep guys involved right you know i mean if you're elijah mitchell you wanted to play in that game you know you're yeah. not christian mccaffrey you know you're not getting 17 touches but you want a couple you want a couple, just like the Ravens, they gave Dalvin Cook a couple of carries at the end of that game just to make sure he stays leaned in. New guy on the team. You're involved. We like you. You know, Kyle Shanahan is basically turning around to a couple of guys who are really good and I think can help him on the team and says, I don't fucking trust you. I'm not going to play you. Well, I don't know if he doesn't trust them, but he just gets so involved in his playbook and his mode that, you know, they they get away from it. I mean, if he had ran the ball more as the offensive coordinator in Atlanta, he'd be wearing a Super Bowl ring right now. Run the ball. You got a you got a stable of runners. I mean, you know how many teams would die right now to have a healthy, fresh Jordan Mason? And they he never he never runs it. JP, uh, Elijah Mitchell is in a great rhythm right now. Run him. Run it. You got a bunch of great runners, run it. How about this? If you're afraid of just, yeah, we're going to send them in there and we don't want them running any play in the book, just design four plays for Mitchell, design four plays for Mason, and then give each of those guys at least two of those four plays somewhere in the game. 
just to keep them in, just to keep them going, just to make sure that they don't get rusty going into the next week since that rust versus rest concept very much felt like it was rearing its head. I'll tell you the one other thing I'd love to see Damon is in the, in the super bowl that when, when the Niners last actually won the super bowl uh, against the chargers, you know, years ago, the first touchdown of that game was just this beautiful play where they ran rice through the, through the middle of the field. And then they ran waters behind him through the exact same zone. And there was just nobody there because everybody because Jerry took everybody with him. Do that same play and substitute Jerry for Ayuk and substitute Waters for McCaffrey. And to me, I, that you run Ayuk through the middle of a zone, he's going to take those safeties with him. And then you run um, that same play, but with you know that you connected Steve Young to uh, to Waters connect. Purdy to a wide open CMC. I'd like to see them use CMC as a receiver a little bit more strategically in the next two games. By the way, I just saw Kojo, old producer over at KNBR. He's in Kojo the is in yeah. the house. Anthony Kojikari is hanging out. Kojo. Kojo. He's a, he, well, he's a big Lions fan. He's a Detroit guy. So he's 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 a Lions. Uh, hey, you know what? You're putting the cart before the horse there, you Kojo. Get, you get there, young man. Don't start telling me about Fish's second set until we've made it through the first set. He's a big fish guy. Uh, okay, so, Larry. You mean he likes salmon and that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, absolutely. He loves halibut. Flounder. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead, guy. Larry. Let's get, let's get into these Super Chats. We certainly appreciate everyone supporting us through Super Chats. Tip your bartender, and uh, thank you very much. Hit like, hit subscribe. Uh, let's see. We we got, what, a couple thousand people in the room between the two of us? We have a couple thousand likes right now. Go, 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 go. Hit the like Seriously, button. if everybody could hit like and subscribe, that would be great, and hit that notification bell every time we go live on either channel. You'll, you'll be notified. It doesn't cost a penny. We're putting out a lot of content. We're going to continue to put out a lot of content. Um, and hopefully you guys are enjoying that content. We really appreciate every, appreciate every single one of you guys. If you're a fan on over on Damon's channel, please like on my channel. If they're, if you're a fan on my channel, uh, we got 34,000 or whatever, almost closing in on 35,000. Do me a favor, go check out Damon's channel as well. Like, and subscribe over there, help build him up so he can get to 35,000. Um, hit that like button y'all as, uh, Tio just said all right here we go ready for the supers hit me tristan russell has become a youtube member there we go let's give a nice little clap to tristan russell Both clap i mean tristan's a tough name to root for unless of course you're a member in which case you're the best tristan there is there was a dr guy in the draft last year in the nba draft that i was a big fan of tristan vukovic i think his name was run the ball kyle <laughs> that's a good one uh drops 20 spot he says we did not play a good game but people can't be asking for the grimy win all year finally get it when, when it mattered the most and still rip the team apart this is the playoffs man uh football can get weird very quickly sure duly, can duly noted duly noted elite archer 23 are mitchell and mason dead or something like <laughs> well, you got the two freshest muffins in the muffin basket you might as well use them. I would love, I would love to ask uh, Kyle Shanahan that question, like in, on the on the podium. Hey, Kyle, a quick question: Are Mitchell and Mason dead or something? Are they, <laughs> what time 
is the wake for Elijah Mitchell, and is it a public viewing? Is is can we all show up that day? Are those guys alive still? Uh, could you confirm whether Mitchell and Mason are still alive? Like uh, I want a picture of Elijah <laughs> Mitchell holding up today's San Francisco Chronicle with the you know the date on it for a proof of life photo. Yeah, seriously, please, Elijah Mitchell, uh, JP Mason, if you're alive, just give us a sign. Jesse Wade says, are Oliver and Womack really worse than Ambry? I mean, seriously, what has Womack got to do to get on the field? Womack, come on. He was inactive yesterday. I, I got to question that one, too. I mean, seriously, I, I, I realize he's young. I realize he's allowed some, some uh, receptions, but he's been right there when he allows these receptions. You're going up against a Packer team that had like five good wideouts. And you didn't you didn't activate Samuel Womack? I mean, come on, man. I mean, I, I gotta I gotta question the wisdom of that. I, I seriously, you don't tell me that you have fifty three other guys that are better than Samuel Womack. I, I'm not buying it. You got. By the way, let's not confuse a bad night of football with Ambry Thomas being a bad football player. No, I Ambry's good. He's been the key I, to the uh, success this year. Yeah, Larry, I think he's among the most improved players. He made some good and, plays, too. In the yeah, game. yeah he's, he's one of the most improved players on this team, and he allowed this everyone to sort of find their own level, their own water level in this secondary. Um, but he, he, he needs to be better, and cornerbacks have to have short memories. And so wipe it clean, Ambry. See you in the NFC title game. Seriously. Uh, he's a good dude, too. I've talked to him a bunch this year. Goat for broke says, I have no idea what's wrong with the kids in here trying to place blame on one individual player. Like, they don't understand it's a team game. Hey, you know what? It's the chat. It's the chat. You know, the old saying, I always hated it is what it is. I'm yeah. going to replace that with it's the chat. It's the chat. What are you going to do? It's <laughs> some, pe some people are just angry. Some people are just, how about this? Some people are just bored and they're looking to have any interaction with another human because they're not going to go outside and actually like ever meet a person or touch a girl. So they sit in the chat and they try to get everybody all worked up. It's the chat. I'm using that from now on. Words of wisdom. Guys, a hangover. Never felt so great. Niners. Man, the people are getting it in in the parking lot last uh, yesterday for the game. Rain nor shine. Bust out the tequila, baby. Drink yourself warm. Oh, my goodness. That was, a, that was a happy group of people walking into that game. Probably a happy group walking out, too. Sean O'Leary. The lack of tackling fundamentals is driving me nuts. Safeties and cornerbacks tossing shoulders into running backs and tight ends, only to have them bounce off and give up five more yards. Wrap up. How is this not a point of emphasis, emphasis for coaches? Yeah, dude, how many times did Aaron Jones have four bodies around him and nobody's rapping? By Just the way, Aaron Jones just spent a month running all over every NFL team that he saw on his schedule. He yeah. had a hell of a month. But wrap up, man. There were, yeah. They got a, a lot of bodies around him, a lot of hats on him, but don't try to hit everybody. Rap, rap, or go low. Take the guy out low. Um. It's going to be important next round against uh, Montgomery and Gibbs for sure. Uh, Cryptic says, I was at the division game. Hart was up and down. It should have been over on that 60-yard run. I've learned that in the playoffs. Just, just have to win. 
No look back at this game, but the Niners are still in it. Just win, please. And it's the truth. They're, you know, every survive in advance. Every single opinion that we've offered, every opinion that you're going to hear about whatever the Niners did or did not do, none of it matters anymore. If the Niners can win ugly the next two games and be labeled the least worthy, worst Super Bowl champion ever, the parade still goes straight up Market Street and no one will give a shit. I would rather be the single worst Super Bowl champion ever than the best team to never win a Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, or say it this way. How about this? Joe Montana's most famous game and moment involved a game where the offense turned it over six times. Right. The catch was awesome. You know what's also true? Joe Montana played like shit that day. <laughs> <laughs> Until the they end. turned it over. They turned yeah. it over six times. You yeah. got to roll with it. Bottom line is you got to roll with it. You know, um, who who sang it? Some do, some don't. Some will, some won't. You know, it's just you got to roll with it. You got to roll with it. Jesse Wade put CMC in Debo's role. I uh, put Mitchell in CMC's role. I think that that would be a good way to go about a depth chart issue when it arises. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that Debo, is, that's a great idea. Actually. It really is. Debo it, is, is probably out running back. Here's the thing. McCaffrey is probably a better wide receiver than Debo is. It's probably true. It's probably true. Um, maybe better hands. I don't know if he's quite the, quite the physical guy, but who knows? Daryl Granville, tough game. I honestly feel like we will improve. I mean, that's what makes me feel so good today, besides the fact that I'll watch my kid play play flag football and I'll watch two football games with no pressure and cook some good food and maybe get a little little a little uh little drunk today. Um I just love the fact that you know that the Niners probably are gonna be, you know, they got that nervous game out of their it's like an NCAA tournament game. You know, you know when a good team get doesn't play well and wins anyway, that the next game there's they're going to be better. And that that's how I feel about the Niners. I feel really good about going into the next game because they've already kind of had their Purdy's had his nervous game. They've had their kind of they didn't look good game. They're kind of due for like a good-looking game. And maybe all the talk of Hey, you know what? Um, you need that rest. You need that rest. Maybe some of it was tied to rust. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you, you can't. Uh, they, ask, they didn't look good. Their their rhythm wasn't good. Something you can't ask for something, get it, and then complain about it. Well, you know it's funny. I I, I had two keys to Low Neal that I thought were the biggest keys of the game. I said Green Bay's rolling into this game with tremendous rhythm. 49ers have to interrupt that rhythm right away. And the Niners have to establish their own offensive rhythm after being off for three weeks right away. Neither happened, and they still won. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right? Neither happened. And they, the Niners still found a way to win the game. Um, did I read that last one from Granville? Tough game. Yeah. No, yeah, it's a Fozzie yeah, Bear. Waka Waka. I got that one. Uh, KR four and one Greenlaw detonated and stuffed love three takeaways. He, he made a huge hit on that play. Um, and look, that might've been a bad spot that the Niners took advantage of, 
but that's that's uh, nothing to complain about. Nothing to complain about. But Dre Green, Dre Greenlaw was the best player on the field for the most part, with maybe Diamador Lenore and then Juwan Jennings. If we had to rank, you know, our three stars of the game, like a hockey team, I think I would rank those three. As you know, and anybody who knows me knows this, I'm not a jersey wearer. If I was going to wear a jersey, I would wear one of two jerseys. My a Dwight Clark throwback, which I love. DC he was a great guy. I golf with him, he's tremendous. Um, miss him to this day. Or I'd wear a Greenlaw fifty-seven. If I had to wear a jersey of yesteryear, if you if you could wear one jersey of an X Niner and one jersey of a current Niner, in the chat, tell me who you're wearing. I'm going Dwight Clark, Dre Greenlaw, Damon. What are you going with? So the only Niner jersey that I have in the closet is a Patrick Willis jersey. P. Willis, class act, yeah. Patrick that, Willis yeah. was the first great Niner I got to cover up close. He was he's an all-timer 49er. And he stood out like a sore thumb in every single game I ever watched him play. He is a holy shit level talent. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna go to the Hall of Fame. The guy's incredible. Um Current Niner. We got some good ones in here. Some people are like uh, Kittle, Ronnie Lott. By the um, way, so so Jillian in a couple weeks is celebrating. She's not thrilled that she's turning 42, as most women aren't, but uh, she looks great. She's the hottest 42-year-old you're ever going to meet, and she's wonderful. And I think for her birthday, I hope she's not listening right now, I'm going to get her a Ronnie Lott jersey. Because I used to tell her, like, she's 42. Yeah. Because 40, I'm like, that's it's a great jersey number, honey. I always think of ages in terms of jersey numbers. Does it look good on a jersey? Does it look good on a jersey? No, 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 no. 42 looks great on a jersey. I think I'm going to get her a Ronnie Law jersey. By the way, we do have Green Bay Packers fans who live across the street from us who hung a Go Pack Go flag in their front window. Last night, Jillian hand-painted a Go Niners banner, ran over to our neighbor's house, and stuck it on their front door. <laughs> I think it's That's both. Right. I think it's safe to say that uh, we're both in the overachievers club. Oh, overachievers 100%. club, hundred percent. By the way, if I had to get a modern 49er jersey, it would who, either who be, going with? it would either be Trent Williams or Fred Warner. Okay, not bad. Not bad. Uh, you raw B four ninety nine. Thank you. Clarence beaks. I hope Shanahan can do the simple, obvious thing when it matters most. Clarence beaks. Love you, brother. Geo Kane. I really hate the way we're transitioning into a finesse football team. Larry, we don't play bully ball. No more. All Kyle wanted to do is throw all day. Kind of agree with you. Run the effing ball. My Rhino, without Debo, maybe use Mitchell again. I'm always puzzled by Kyle. I think the uh, the chat where we said where the guy said flex out, you know, use use McCaffrey like Debo and use uh, Mitchell like McCaffrey. That 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 probably is their best game plan if they don't have Debo. Uh, Flav's in the house. Flav, I love the negativity. He says I've never been 95 percent positive we were going to lose an, <laughs> the entire time and then win. Probably the most unenjoyable game I've ever watched. Honestly, three heart attacks and four underwear changes. <laughs> I mean, 
I, I think you're speaking for a lot of people, Flav. I mean, that was, again, was hell. That, that wasn't fun. That wasn't an enjoyable sporting event right until it was over. And even after that, it was just like a, you know, we, we, we always have uh, Kruk and Kipe mocking the, just another ha-ha-ha laugher. Right. I, I guess that's what that was. <laughs> I was. It was torture. It was true torture. I, I swore like 75 times. And by the way, you're not supposed to root in the press box or say anything. But when Dre Greenlaw caught that second interception, I'm like, get fucking down. I go down, go down like that. I didn't want to yell, but I, I mean, I, I seriously, I almost lost it Did in the press box. Self-important writers like lean over and look at you over the top of their glasses going like, shame on you, sir. Shame on you. Excuse me. I make 22,500 for the Reno Gazette. Will you quiet down? I'm telling you, we got people in the San Francisco media who show up wearing like 49ers starters jackets in the fucking press box. <laughs> if, if, if you're wearing a starters jacket, you might as well be rooting for the team. Like, just come on. The gold, the old gold Niner starter jacket, by the way, is so tight. I mean, that's a good look. By the way, I did get one look. of those for Jillian a couple of years ago. I, I keep her dripping. That's a good there. look. That is a good look. Um, Sniper Sal. That's the cool thing on game day. You see a bunch of cool things like that. You're people wearing in and you're like, man, that person looks good. That looks absolutely good though. You know what the, the new one is? That's funny. I saw a little kid walking into the game. The kid couldn't have been more than I would say four. And he had that oversized chain thing, you know, that <laughs> the gold chain that looks, you know, but it's plastic or whatever. And they said, but he, he was like four. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was awesome. That's uh, you know, for a four-year-old, uh, nothing better than a four-year-old with bling. Uh, Sniper Sal, you missed the player of the game on the show last night. Jake Brendel's excellent block at CMC that last touchdown. No, that was not Jake Brendel. That was Colton McKivitz. I watched it three times last night. It, maybe it might have been a little bit of a combo block, to be honest, but it was McKivitz who buried that guy. I'm going to have Kev cut that, and I'm going to tweet that out later today. Um, Matt, post game fashion. What the hell was Kittle wearing last night? Did Kittle at the podium? Did you see like Grant throw me under the bus? A comic book. He Grant says, "Hey, uh, George, <laughs> George, uh, did you did your wife okay that?" And George is like, "My wife's got a matching outfit." And all these people were like in in the media, were like, "I like it." I hear all these people in the back of the room. I like it. And he's like, "You don't like it, Grant?" And he's like, Grant goes, "I like it." Larry doesn't like it. And then George quickly goes, no, you know what? I think Larry does like it. He's like, I'm, I'm going to remember that, Grant. Uh, there was a lot of happiness in that room last night. Matt underscore 268. Happy belated birthday, Larry. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. January 12th. Uh, flavor underscore reborn restoration. So the rain did affect portions of the game, but Brock Purdy played like played ass for 80% of the game. What was Purdy's mental malfunction? Speculate, please. I don't wet know if it ball, was unconfident wet. in his footwork, unconfident in the handle that he had on the ball. Rusty the guys slipping all over, a little bit of rust. That game, by the way, lots of pressure in it. I don't know. A lot of things went into him not playing well throughout the game. And then in the final drive of the night where he needed to absolutely whip it out and put it on the table, he did. Dude's a competitor. I mean, I'll say this, you know, 
That was the great part about Joe was Joe is a great competitor. I don't know that you can climb to the top of the mountain. Joe, Tom Brady, great competitor. Uh, Brock Purdy's a great competitor. He is, you know, uh, but he, he did not play well. And when he goes and looks at that film, it's, he's going to, you know, he's going to feel really not great. But guess what? Who cares? We'll flush it and go to the next one. Rakeeb Jumani, great content, guys. Appreciate your hustle. Appreciate Thank you, Rakeeb. We are hustling. It was tough to get up this morning, for sure. That alarm clock, uh, we moved this thing to 9, and at 8.15, I'm like, oh, my God. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I'll tell you what we're doing. We're doing the best day after 49er show you're going to get anywhere. That's what we're doing. (laughs) Uh, The great Tony Salvador sent me a note last night. (laughs) T-Sal. I got to read it to you. Classic T-Sal. The fact that Tony even knows how to text is kind of amazing, but (laughs) he sends me a text after the game. Never a doubt. I said, ha ha, had it all the way. LOL. I love Tony Salvador. Clarence speaks Draymond Greenlaw. You know what Kyle calls him? Mike Tyson. Greenlaw does have a little bit of a Mike Tyson. Look a younger, you know, obviously Tyson's old and now has a face tat, Uh, but a younger Tyson and Greenlaw. They look very similar. Um, thank you for that. We've got this one from Frank Mello. I heard the Niners were dealing with an illness in the locker room. Any truth to this? And could that be why a few guys were ineffective or not used very much? That is true. Um, and I didn't Nick Bosa referenced that uh on Thursday, saying that there was like kind of a flu or some kind of a bug that was going around the Niner locker room, and he said, I'm kind of glad that it happened now and we get it past us. But maybe there were some guys who were kind of battling there something that, you know, it wasn't, I mean, it was an ugly game. Let's be honest. When Debo came out of that blue tent, and then we saw him jogging back to the locker room, I thought, hopefully he's just got to go to the bathroom. Maybe he's got the trots. I don't know. Um, The trots. (laughs) I haven't heard that since. Remember the taxi when, uh, when Louis De Palma, Danny DeVito says to the guy, the guy goes, would you like a piece of my peach cobbler? And my wife made it. And he's like, hey, your wife, your wife's peach crap gives me the trots. <laughs> I don't have a lot of direct taxi quote memories rolling around up there, but I I, I love the show. It was a great uh, show. One of the greatest shows. Nardo. Judd Hirsch, baby. I'm more of a Nardo fan myself. Frank Mello says, I heard the Niners were dealing with. Oh, no, there we go. Sorry. Tony Danza. Tony Danza. And what's her, what was her name? Mary Lou Henner? Mary Lou Henner. Oh, yes. dude, she had a 95-mile-an-hour redheaded fastball, man. She was hot for a minute there. She was in the in the movie Perfect with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's right. If you, remember, if, if you remember that movie. Flav says, Larry, you know I love Purdy, but the last two big games against Baltimore and Green Bay, his timing and confidence haven't looked good. Hope it was just a wet field and a bad day versus Baltimore. Can you give me a Purdy pep talk? I, I hear you. I, I think he played okay against Baltimore. I thought Baltimore had a great plan. I think McDonald really did cloud those zones. Um, I think the answer in those situations is run the ball more. Take the ball out of his hands a little bit. Um, don't put it all on Brock. You know, Maybe lean on the fact that you have a strong running offensive line and a stable of rested and ready and talented backs, including the best back in the league. 
How about that? Let's run the ball a little bit and play action pass. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl for crying out loud. How did he do it? Well, they had they had Jamal Lewis and they had um, you know, a killer defense. Brock Purdy is is is, you know, should not be asked to carry the Niners. Um, you know, he did I'll say this though. We talk about all these different factors with the NFL. It all comes down to turnovers. There's only really eight to 10 possessions in a game anyway. Most you're ever going to get is 12. The Niners were plus two in turnovers. The Niners That's got why they won. The Niners got the two picks that the Packers dropped. Yeah. If the Niners had been minus two, they would have lost. Oh, hands well, you can say whatever you want about Brock. But the the box score shows no turnovers. Look at it this way: even at plus two, they still almost lost. So yeah, they're minus two. They're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, James Foster, Drake Jackson, and Farrell injuries are hurting. Hey, is Farrell done for the year? They put him on IR. IR. He's done for the year. Cleveland's not not playing another down this season. Oh man, that's a that's a kick to the gut. And Drake, great dude, but just had that week one against Pittsburgh. Haven't seen had the knee injury, and you know, he's he's a 2024 proposition at this point. Go for broke when the game plan includes Debo, who, as we know, is a huge factor. When he goes out, do you think it's easy to change the game plan on the fly? No, I don't, clearly. But um, you got to get more than three touches to Brandon Ayuk, especially with no Debo. Well, and again, if your game plan was Debo's going to get 65 touches. You better have a plan B because anyone can get hurt at any time. So I was surprised to see that that just, it felt like the game plan stalled the minute Debo went out and, and, and what to do next was hard for Kyle to figure out in a few moments there and, and what to do next on a team with this many weapons really shouldn't be an issue. In a lot of ways, yesterday was the exact repeat of the Cleveland game. You know, Debo went out in the first quarter in the Cleveland game. The rain came. Brock looked like he struggled with the rain, and the Niners' offense looked totally disjointed. Kind of the exact same thing happened last night. Um, Luke Luna, not a super, but he says, Larry, the main thing that scares me about this team is Kyle's arrogance. The way he started the presser last night may cost us on the field, and I love Kyle. He's our coach. He's stubborn, man. He is stubborn. He, um, it feels like sometimes he chooses the harder route in the name of, let me show you how smart I am. But I wouldn't trade him for really any other active coach in football if you wanted to factor in where they are in their coaching cycle, how young they are. Uh, he's good. He's really good. But sometimes I do think his, his tendency to be a little bit too clever kind of gets in, in his own way and his his quest for perfection and controlling every millisecond of a game i think gets in his own way a little bit at times and it certainly got in the way of how they played the end of the first half damon do you did you like going to school did you enjoy school i did i did i wasn't a great student but i enjoyed school i liked i liked being there every day i was I might not have done my homework, but I will participate in this class. I'm a, I was a hand raiser, not a note taker. <laughs> did you sit in the first row? Did you sit in the back row? I did. Another thing that I always did was I was sort of up front and center. I wanted to be accounted for. Do you like I wanted taking tests? Feel, I wanted the teacher to feel me in the room. 
Did you like taking tests and quizzes? Not really. That's 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 when it it kind of went. Bleh. Go for broke is throwing us a pop quiz. Who was the only home team to win a Super Bowl in their actual home stadium? Was it I Tampa? Know. I think it's the Rams, isn't it? Wasn't it the Rams over the Bengals just two years ago? Wasn't that game at SoFi? I think it was Rams over Bengals two years ago at SoFi. Go for broke. We're going to need confirmation. Uh, but I'm I'm going Rams over Bengals at SoFi. I thought Clarence, it was Tampa winning in a half-empty Randall James Stadium because of COVID. Against the Raiders? That was in San Diego. No, 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 no. Tom Brady. Tom Brady Buccaneers. Uh, over the Chiefs? I don't know. I smoke That's a lot of weed. I can't remember where all these Super Bowls get played. <laughs> smoke a lot of weed. Clarence Beaks, Kevin, please help Grandpa Simpson with Super Chats. Oh, look at that. Look at you. You I, need to tie an onion to your belt. Look at look you, Clarence Beaks. I will turn on you. Uh, words of wisdom. Damon and Larry like two old school balcony puppets. Muppets. Oh, oh I love those guys. Those guys who sat in the, uh, in the in the balcony and just talk trash. They weren't very good. Oh, <laughs> Mortimer that and, is it Mortimer? And I, I, I used to know their names again. Weed. Sorry. Those, those guys are great. Um, Joshua Goodell. I'm sorry, but speaking of TV, a guy named Doug Unfunny says Taxi had the best theme ever. The name of that song, I believe, is Angela's theme. They cut it because they wanted that long tracking shot of the taxi coming across the bridge and the, the music fit the long tracking shot perfectly. And a buddy of mine who runs a bar used to, at the end of the night for last call, play the, the theme from taxi. And it was amazing. It was like, everyone knew like, okay, it's the end of the night now. Like he, the the first five notes of Taxi's theme would come on and women would be reaching for their purses and guys would be grabbing their coats. It was like the automatic way I to get people out of the shit. bar. Do you remember when Ignatowski was taking the driver's test? Yes. Yes. And he's like, and, and he didn't know the answers. So they said, they said, Alex Rieger will go with them and help him. So Alex is standing there and, and Ignatowski's taking the test and he goes, what does a yellow light mean? And Alex goes, slow down. What, what does a <laughs> yellow light mean? Slow down. What does <laughs> Christopher Lloyd? He was great. It was just freaking amazing. Joshua Goodell, watch Brock play all four years at Iowa State. He's grown exponentially since. Can't wait to see what he does going forward. Learns from his mistakes and only gets better. Love the show. Go faithful. Yeah, I don't worry about Brock, but as Flav said, and it's funny, too. It's like, um, I forget who said it this week. It was I think maybe it was a Kittle. Somebody said, I never worry about Brock. Never worry about Brock. Um, maybe it was Papa. I might have heard Papa say that this week. Uh, I don't worry about Brock either. I really don't. But um, he didn't look good against Baltimore, obviously. He looked worse last night. Uh, but I think he'll bounce back. I really do think he'll bounce back. 
go for broke pop quiz in the seven years that Lynch and Shanahan have been with the 49ers. Much has been made about their draft failures. How many of those 58 draft picks are still with the team? 36. Yeah, I would say, I would say, I would say at least 40. There's a lot of guys on this. Look at it this way. Even the guys that were failures that they selected, a lot of them are still in the league somewhere, right? So, or, or even guys guys that were successful, like DJ Jones, he's now in Denver. McGlinchey, um, I don't know if you call it successful or not, but he's still in the league. He's with Denver. Absolutely, he's a successful pick. He's a good player, man. He's McGlinchey's a good player. He was so good that they couldn't afford him. You know, I mean, well, they decided he's not someone we're going to further invest in. Um, and that was probably the right decision. I think McKivitz has given you a the same performance for a lot cheaper. It's been a lateral move. I don't think it's a big step forward. I don't think it's a big step backwards. I think they've replaced a player with similar play. Um, I don't know if I would say it was a great pick. He was a, he's a right tackle that they picked with the ninth pick overall. Uh, who's I mean he was all right. Um, and he, he was you know, okay. Look, how about this? Right. the single biggest swing dude. and miss of the era? Right, the single biggest swing and miss of the era feels like Solomon Thomas. Or Roman Foster yeah. in the league. How about this for the biggest swing and miss of the year? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Big. Exactly what I was about to say. Trey Lance. And you know what? He's still in the league. So, yeah. um, I I think that they've done a, a really really good job. Or maybe Rodman Sanchez here is bringing up where they may have over invested. Not yeah. Rodman Sanchez says ninety million spent on defensive front and no sacks. Yeah, I mean they've got to. They got to get more out of their defensive front. They got to get more out of their defensive front. They got what a lot of big guy, names. I, I had a guy in my chat last night, Larry, saying, why don't, why don't you rip Chris Kasurik? Did Chris Kasurik get the job done? I mean, I don't know if last night's defensive line failure was a Kasurik issue or just a guys are out there not getting home issue. So, yeah. Or is it that you're going up against the number two pass block win rate offensive line? And guess what? Those guys get paid too. And Green Bay's offensive line is one of the best going right now. Who was it? Um, Barry, a baller. That's one of the, the reasons uh, I like Green Bay to give the, make this game a game is like they got a damn good offensive line. I think it was Bay Area baller on the post game show you were hosting last night who brought up the fact that the the Packers just did a hell of a job setting the edge and given you know, Aaron Jones somewhere to go. I mean, they had, they had wide receivers pinning 49er defensive linemen inside as Jones was taking it around. So um, it was a really well executed game plan for green Bay who probably should have won the game, but they didn't. How about this one? This was another one that well, I almost lost my S in the press box. Dale says, kick the ball deep on special teams teams and learn lanes. How about this? Kick it through the back of the end zone. Don't they've got an all pro return man, and you gave him a chance to return one on you, and he did kick it through the back of the end zone. I mean, didn't you draft Jake Moody because he's got a big thunder leg that can kick the ball through the end zone? Kick the ball through the end zone, and you don't have to worry about Kayshawn Nixon. Uh, Spider Man drops a 20 spot. Niners were, were due a lucky win as we have been on the other end of it way too many times these past few years, i.e. no quarterback last year against Philly and Tarts missed easy interception. Yeah, seriously, that's a great that's a great one, Spider-Man. The By Niners the way, were due I, to win a game where they didn't fire their A effort, and it seems like under Shanahan, they have never been able to win any games 
that they don't fire an A or B effort. This was like their C minus effort, and they still got the win against a good yeah, team. They, they won under the parameter which they haven't won under. So I guess it's really nice to check that box. By the way, Ike of Ike Sandwiches is yeah. in the chat right now. He's watching. He said, uh, such an intense feeling all the way to the end of that game. It was an intense feeling. And I know you're you're desiring to become an Ike sandwich one day yourself, Larry. Maybe we can turn this show into a sandwich. I don't think Ike offers a breakfast sandwich. And I know people eat breakfast sandwiches throughout the day. Maybe there can be a wake up with Damon and Larry sandwich. What would you want on it? Well, you need all the usual suspects, right? Eggs, bacon. You need some sausage. You want to double down with a little bacon on that. Yeah. Um, you know, no, veg. I make, I, I, I make no eggs. No, no veg. I said, oh. no, no, I don't want any no, no, lettuce no. or tomato on no, this. No, breakfast no, no. Sandwich. On. no. Let's, we don't want to ruin it. Uh, what about a sauces? Hot, a little hot sauce. I like a little hot sauce on my ooh, breakfast sandwiches. Ooh, myself. That sounds good. Well, maybe a little ham. Daryl Granville says not making excuses, but our D line was held a lot. You know what? What play was that where they showed on the big screen on the scoreboard, two holding calls. It was a penalty against the Niners, but there were two holding calls against the 49ers up front defensive line. Yeah, I mean, that I, I saw that. I mean, that that was almost inexcusable. I mean, one of those was really bad. And Greg Olson, Greg Olson on the broadcast even said they just showed two holds that weren't called on the Jumbotron, and these Niners fans aren't liking it very much. Oh. Olsen's great, by the way. Uh, Blood Moon says this feeling of a strange call. Oh, by the way, Ike's totally right. When, after the Niners scored, I could no longer sit. I had to stand. I had to literally stand in the in the defensive sequence at the end. I'm like, I can't sit down. I can't sit down for this. I'm sitting here. I got to stand. I had the binoculars going. I'm on the I'm standing. I was like, thank God. It was actually, I was really happy. You know how the second level, second row of seats in the press box is like raised way above the first level? You're not blocking anyone by standing. Yeah, you're not blocking anybody by standing. It was great. So the only time I've ever been a press box pacer where I've ever, I caught myself, I'm like, holy shit. I'm, you know, I'm I'm not rooting for anyone here tonight to be a professional journalist, blah, 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 blah. But I- Were you there last night? No, no, no. The oh. only time I ever got up and was literally pacing because I had so much nervous energy with the last three outs of Matt Cain's perfect game. <laughs> Ground ball to uh, uh, who was the third baseman at the time who took a weird step back? Joaquin Arias, I think. Joaquin Arias took a step back. I, I almost, I gulped. I was like, oh my God, is he going to, is he going to gag this? And then he threw a strike to first. But yeah, um, Last night was torture, absolute torture. Not a fun game to watch, but you know what? Remarkably fun to watch on the replay. Uh, Blood Moon says, this feeling of a strange calm heading into the NFC Championship. Brock and company needed this grimy game, and yet this calm feeling. Niners are feeling it. Uh, The fire turned. What was that? Turned up. Turned. Turned. Been turned. Turned up. There you go. I love it. Words of wisdom. What jersey? Michael Valencia, my two-year-old son. uh, Kid has a rifle for an arm and is accurate. No joke. In 20 years, he will be the 49ers starting quarterback. There you go. On the back of a jersey, we'll see wisdom. And we'll know who it is. I like that. Getting my Valencia jersey. Two? He's two? Oh, 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 words of wisdom's name is Michael Valencia. 
Oh, okay. okay. But I mean, he's got a two-year-old son that's going to rifle? <laughs> Get that kid some pads. I mean, you might want to put that on YouTube right there. You got a two-year-old doing anything. Two-year-olds just firing darts here, Larry. Seriously, I saw a kid who couldn't have been more than three or four taking batting practice with wiffle balls and just ripping shots. And I was like, that kid is going to be awesome. That's that kid, that kid's going to be like Tony Gwynn and Wade Boggs and George Brett all rolled into one. Do you ever, uh, I mean, I know you might say yes to this too because you're also friends with them like I am. You ever watch Eric Burns's kids hit wiffle balls? Well, Burns, like, you know, Burns, Burns play, throws hard to his kids. And I've, I follow his kids. I follow him on the IG. And, you know, he's, his kids are playing youth ball and, and they're in all these travel tournaments and you can just tell his kid's going to be awesome. His kid's going to be, his kid's so precocious. His kid's so like ahead of everybody else. He's parking shots and he just looks awesome. Um, anonymous Magnus says Jennings equals dog. Like you guys said recently with the game on the line, real 49er fans wouldn't have second thoughts throwing to third and Jawan. You know what Jawan's real name was at birth? No. Benny. Benny. Really? He told the story this week. Guy Haberman asked him about it. He's like, where did Jawan come from? He's like, my dad named me Benny, and my brother said, uh, you know, I don't like that name. I want him to be called Jawan. And then I went with it as well, and I kind of like the name Jawan. So um, his and real name's Benny. To, to confuse everyone always. So now he's he's he was Benny Jennings. Now he's... Juwan Jennings. Benny Jennings sounds like the fastest dude on the field, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? He's 425. Benny Jennings? Benny Jennings, dude. He's smoking <laughs> dudes out there. You can't stop Benny. Maybe Benny it's Jennings. associated with Benny and the Jets. And, you know, you just. Now, I named my third child Benjamin, but I never call him Benny. I so, think of, every time I think of Benny, I think of Benny Hill. You know what? So we named. You know, Jack, Jack is Jack and Jack is Jack's proper name is Jack. It's not John or, you know, anything like that. It's Jack, Jack Bruce, but we call him and he calls himself Jackie. And I love it. I love Jackie Robinson, Jackie Gleason, Jackie Martland. Like I, I'm a big Jackie guy. I like it. By high school, he's going to be known as JB. Probably JB. What's up, JB? Well, he's also, his middle name is Thomas. So it might go JT. JT. Uh, Black Pill Phil, the fourth quarter comeback will have positive ripple effect for the team. Now that this team has seen Brock do it, it will inject more confidence. I don't think they didn't believe in Brock. I think it's a little bit more about Shanahan. I mean, who who do you think gets more out of yesterday, Brock or Shanahan? I think it's more Shanahan, to be honest, because Shanahan was the one that was 0-30. Uh, Brock's, you know, I think Brock is kind of thought of as clutch, and I think he's played big and big moments. I think Shanahan needed that one in some ways. Well, I also think Shanahan needs to get a little religion as to what he should have done and maybe, maybe think, you know, how, how can I be better at the end of halves? How can I stick to a easier to win with game plan? Like just run the ball when it's a one possession game. I mean, he was asking Brock to do an awful lot on a night where Brock was not on it. Um, and I hope he learns that. I hope that's the lesson he takes away. Old Dirty Hungus says, game, recognize game. Green Bay came in hot. Luckily, our fucking around wasn't following. Uh, we'd be finding out. Or we'd be, we'd buy. Wait, wait, 
my what would it will my not reading here game recognizes game gb came in hot luckily our effing around wasn't following we'd be finding out let's effing go whatever it's good sure. stuff <laughs> cute 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 baby in that picture that is cute baby old dirty hungus thank you buddy there you go Holland Tracy in the house. I think Greenlaw is a necessary evil. The good definitely outweighs the bad, and he gives our team an edge and no other player that no other player can give us. I don't know if there is too much bad yeah. other than he didn't get down. The guy's a bad, bad A. Um, I, I, think he's, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the game. I wouldn't trade that guy for anything. By the way, you know who's on the sideline last night? Aziz Ashair. You're probably He's missing working. missing home oh, right now, right? Seriously. Aziz is a great guy. Uh, once saved his family from a fire, a kitchen fire in his house. Saved his entire family. How much uh, longer are we going here, Larry? Uh, well, you got a, you got a, you got a potty break? I got a potty. I, you can, you want, go want to go full screen for a minute? You deal yeah. with the supers, and then I'll come back, and we'll wrap sure. things up? Yeah. Thank you. All right, I'll be right back. This carafe of coffee kicked my ass today. Well, there you go. No problem. Um. How great would it be to have Aziz back? He's a free agent this offseason. He's going to get paid. He's not coming back, but, uh, man, I wish. A man can dream. Uh, Chef Craig's 360 debunk that NFL, that the NFL scripts the games. Conspiracy trash, right? Teresa and I love this show. Well, thank you to Teresa. Thank you to uh, you, Chef Craig's. Um, the NFL, it's not scripted. It's not scripted. Not scripted. Don't even think it. Uh, Christopher Walker. If Kyle can't win the Super Bowl with this team, I say move on. More of a fan of coaches that were not born into it and handed the first opportunity because of daddy. Uh, I mean, come on. You know how many, you know how many uh, you know, second-generation coaches there are? I mean, Bobby Slowick's dad's a, a coach. Uh, all these guys who who you know are Kubiaks, uh, they're all Gary's kids. Um, you know, Belichick's kids are in the business. You know, there's just it's just it's oftentimes passed down. But you got to cut. You got to make your own hay. I mean, Mike Shanahan may have helped Kyle Shanahan get started, but Kyle Shanahan's his own man and has to be a has to stand on his own two feet. Um, I'm not as big of I don't take an issue with that as much. We've got KR. He says, no sacks, but Bosa forced that love interception. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Bosa had five five hits on the quarterback. So the Niners only got, I think, six total hits on the QB. Let me double-check that. Niners had six QB hits, five for Bosa, one for Kinlaw. Yeah, that's, that's my point. Somebody not named Bosa hit the freaking quarterback. Please, please. We're, you know, the Niners are going to need that in a big way. Pib Ford says, hey, here's $4.99. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Pib. Flav in the house again. He says, Larry, you put my last post up and then talked about the trots and moved on. It's okay, though. Is there anything you guys have, have seen from Purdy versus Baltimore or Green Bay that, that you're really concerned about? Um, No. Uh, well, I would say I didn't like what he had on the ball yesterday. He didn't have anything on the ball. Um, I think, you it was know, because of the weather, 
I think probably it was, and that, but like you know, you know, it's funny. There was a lot of people that complained about camp interceptions. There, he threw a number of interceptions this summer in camp, and the if, if there was a common denominator in those interceptions, is that the ball kind of was loopy in the middle of the field, loopy passes in the middle of the field. You're just, you're just, you know, you're playing, you know, you're, you're tempting the fate, you're tempting the football gods. And he had three or four loopy passes in the middle of the field, but man, that throw to Conley was beautiful. Um, the throw to know, Kittle off the schedule was the, the touchdown to Kittle was just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see Brock, you know, a little bit more zip on the pass. Um, I'd like to see Brock, um, you know, his footwork be a whole lot better than it was against Green Bay. Um, and I'd like to see Shanahan not lean on Brock so much. I also feel more comfortable with Brock throwing outside than I do throwing inside. Um, and he seemed like those interceptions were inside inside passes against Baltimore. Some of the props, some of the mistakes he's made. You think about the Cincinnati game, they're inside. Like to see him be a little bit more circumspect inside. I still want to see him let it rip, but um, I want to see a little bit more juice on some of those inside passes. And I yeah. thought the footwork yesterday was a really poor. And I, I, I'm, I'm eager to see what Shanahan and what Purdy says about the footwork later this week because it seemed to me that he, he, he would get to the top of the drop, and then his feet seemed locked. And I, I never like to see that. I like to see the, them. Uh moving the, the, a little bit more the thing with brock i mean his defining feature as a quarterback is accuracy and ball yeah. placement his accuracy and ball placement were all over the place yeah it and was the, bad the, yesterday it was the yeah. most inaccurate we've seen him he yep. was high he was low he was in he was out he you know yeah it was it wasn't his night it wasn't his night which also kind of makes me really excited about what's ahead because you know he's going to bounce back right get it out of the way get it out just get it out get it out of you get it out of yeah. you I mean, you know, they say the hardest thing to do in sports is to win the triple crown in horse racing. Why is that? Because you have three different tracks in three, in, in, you know, over the course of five weeks with the long, you know, and every time you're going up against new horses and that's, so there's all kinds of different things, right? Three different endurance tests, three different distances. Yeah. And also like the, you know, if you know your tracks, like the dirt, like Churchill downs is quite a bit different than the, than Pimlico, which has tight turns. And then you get to um, Belmont and it's just this huge, massive track and you, and it's the longest race and you need to, to, and you're doing it over five weeks. And every time there's a, there's a new race. There's horses that didn't run in the first race that enter into that next race. So you're going up against fresh horses, different distances, optical illusions, crowds, five weeks, the whole deal. Well, the NFL playoffs is a lot of the similar thing. And it's like, if you're going to be the champion, you've got to, there's a, there's a very distinct deal. The first time you're going to have to deal with a layoff against sometimes teams that really had that edge all the way through. So that's kind of what they faced in Green Bay. Green Bay was almost like in a playoff mode for the last month where the Niners had 20 days off. And then then you have to, you know, sometimes then the next week, you know, you, you know you've got a different test. And then, and then the Super Bowl, you're taking on a different test. 
I don't know. It's like it's I expect the 49ers to play much better next week, whether it's Tampa or Detroit. Um, and hopefully the weather won't be a factor. We the one thing is if they can get that next game at home, we know that weather will be not a factor in the Super Bowl. And the one thing I really love about the 49ers going against the Ravens is when you have the better team and the better weapons, I think offensively, like the Niners do, um, and you get on a faster surface, I think that favors you. I really do. I think the Ravens, though, have proven an awful lot of you don't want this. Even if you think you can beat this, you might not want this because they got a know-how coach, and they got special teams that usually doesn't fail them, although the only touchdown they gave up was a special teams touchdown. Um, but they and, also are great at home. What and I, they won't be at home. They beat the Niners right. here, but they're they're particularly good at home. And One of the things that I got wrong yesterday in terms of, so I'm watching this first game. How might this game apply to the next game? I really thought, all right, maybe there was a little rust here on the Baltimore Ravens. And then at halftime, it's like they just came out as the Baltimore Ravens after not being the Baltimore Ravens in the first half, and they just put it on the Texans hard. Yeah, I thought that the 49ers are going to do that after a very back and forth, unimpressive, get the rust off you, get the let out first half that they were going to come back and score immediately on that opening drive of the third quarter and pin their ears back and cover the spread. Like I thought that was going to be the echo between the two games, little underperformance early, a lot of overperformance late. The Niners forgot to do their overperformance late. They did. They, they did not have the robust second half that the Ravens did. Um it's look it all you got I thought the Texans could I thought the Texans potentially could pull the upset there but didn't happen. Yeah I, look we both kind of picked Houston in that game. We yeah. did. We, so we were wrong about that and I think we both covered uh we we picked the Niners to cover. We were wrong about that. Um it doesn't matter what we're right or wrong about as long as at the end of a game you won it. We are way beyond the beauty pageant portion contest, the swimsuit portion contest. It is better to win ugly than lose pretty right now. Sometimes in certainly a baseball season, it's not just whether you're winning or losing, it's how you're playing. Football less than that because there's such a limited number of games. But this is not no longer how you're playing. This is did you win? And that's it. That's the only question that matters right now. Did you win? If the answer is yes, you had a great fucking football game. So the Niners, even though they didn't play well, great game. Great playoff game. They won it. Congratulations. Go get the next one, and you're in the Super Bowl. 60 minutes away from the Super Bowl. And we're about a half an hour away, Larry. 15 minutes away from kickoff of the next game, so we'll hurry through here. Pib $4.99. Thank you, Pib. Go for Brokes. As I know, they didn't check the chat. For the answers, um, I I was hoping you would throw them in the super side because I'm over here on the super side. Go yeah, for I, did, I don't know what we're, <clears throat> what are the answers. Wait a second, hold on. Wish I could just check. Go for broke. See what happens. See what happens here. How about this? If you're still watching, go for broke. Type them in right now. I'm at the bottom of the chat. I'll see them immediately. Yeah, let me see. Let me uh, go for broke. Come on, go for broke. There's probably a way to check here. Uh, okay, I can't do it. Doesn't really matter. Uh, all right, here we go. Holland Tracy says, I had a conversation with Matt Cain about how nervous I was during his perfect game at Lowe's. About as genuine of a guy as you'll ever meet. Yeah, Matt Cain's a good dude. Good dude. Very good dude. 
I did the very first interview ever with Matt Cain in the Bay Area because I was on the radio that day when he got drafted. He was a high school kid. The Giants drafted him out of high school. And I forget who it was with me, but we did an interview with Matt Cain. And he was always, always a nice guy, even back as a young high school kid. Uh, JFig909ers, will this silence the Purdy haters on the final game-winning drive? I wonder what the next excuse it will be. CMC was clutch, fire. Yeah, and they'll always be haters. Um, what's the old, uh, what's the the rapper uh, that, that uh, Robert Sala quoted earlier? Uh, Rico, whatever. He's like, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. <laughs> There's that. Look at it this way. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Amy Trask or whoever offers it up. There are four quarterbacks remaining. <laughs> well, we're right. Three quarterbacks and Brock Purdy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'll be the next. That'll, that'll be tomorrow's show. Right, right, right. Supposedly, um, um, uh, Shannon Sharp's already gotten into the ripping. So there you go. Josh Dowling. It's so tired at this point. Josh Dowling, the whole 0-30 went down five in the fourth is BS. Two years ago in Green Bay, we were down seven. Then a blocked punt to tie the game. So I don't know where they get those numbers, but they're wrong. But that was in the fourth. This and is going to the fourth. And I don't believe that any of those numbers include postseason play. That's a regular season statistic. So to apply a postseason win to it, I think, is where that, that falls apart there. Well, so then, in other words, he still hasn't done it because it's like yesterday. Yeah. Pib Ford says, here we go. I kind of want the Bills, not the Ravens. Hashtag San Francisco. Um, I could see Bills. I could see us to see Chiefs. Jimmy Kwan, San Francisco. There's nothing but a headache coming out of the AFC. The yeah. Super Bowl's not assured to anybody. Oh, I know. It's going to be tough. Jimmy Kwan says San Francisco versus Green Bay was literally Kyle versus Kyle. They know each other like Shani and McVeigh. Difference was the players. Go, Damon. Banging moms. LOL. <laughs> Thank you. Debo, <laughs> hopefully he's back banging moms next week. <laughs> Christopher Walker. That's a, Do you like being associated with the phrase banging moms? Hey, it, uh, if it didn't bother uh, Pat Burrell, why should it be bothering me? Yeah, there you go. Do you know <laughs> who I am? Christopher Walker, if Kyle Shanahan's arrogance cost the 49ers like the like with the Falcons and the 49ers already, I say move on. He's very smart, but I said, in my opinion, first win in the fourth quarter went down by five. Move on. It's easy to say move on, but I would, I would counter that with move on to... Ooh. How about this? Unless you're bringing in Bill Belichick, I don't like it. Go for broke says he just reposted. Did you see him? Wait, here we go. I think I see go for broke. Here we go. Uh, thank you, go for broke. He says Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2020 at Raymond James Stadium. The Rams also won a Super Bowl at their home stadium, but since it was an odd year, 2021, and being an NFC team, they were designated the away team. Ah, okay. We'll fill their stadium. But okay, so Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I look at it this way. Larry, technically we both got that right because we both said you said Rams, I said Buccaneers. Uh Go for Broke also said of the 24 players no longer with the team, four of them are starters, 13 of them are backups, two are retired, five players didn't make it at all. Five, um, five out of 58. Pretty good. So five failures of the 58 draft picks of the Lynch Shanahan era. Yeah. Lynch has had a high, I mean, if you, especially if you compare it to what bulky's hit rate was prior to, to, uh, 
to Lynch's uh, tenure? Hey, hey now, uh, that's unnecessary. Trent did not hit at a very high clip. I'll tell you that, Lowry. Um, let's see. Did I what's just reposted them? Okay, now we got this one for Mike Baker, just recovering from a near heart attack yesterday. I know. Oh my God, I know. Oh my God, I aged a lot yesterday. Jason Lutz. So Brock's clutch. We still haven't seen him win on a full moon with one shoe untied in a primetime game with 50 mile an hour wins. I'm not convinced until we see it. You know, what kills me is there were so many people that were like, didn't believe in Brock earlier this year. And now some of those people are out like out there, like trying to be like, you know, busting other people for not believing in Brock. Dude, you didn't believe in him like four weeks ago. And now you're busting other people for not believing. Anyone you'd na- like to name in particular, Larry? Uh, no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to start. I don't want to start a content creator war, but it is a Niner content creator, and it's a Niner content creator on the other side of the country. Um, and it's not Jesse. Um, I think that's gonna do it. What is this one? Chris Barber, not a, not a super, but he says Niners are going to smoke whomever we play next week. Definitely going to play better. All right, uh, Damon, who do you got today? It is eight minutes away from kickoff. Bucks Lions in Detroit. Man, I hope the Bucks pack their warm gear because it is cold in Detroit. Oh, it's a dumb. Uh, I'm going to take uh, the. I'm. This is how I'm betting today's games. I'm taking the Lions minus the six and a half. I love it. And in the after in the evening game, I'm taking the under, but I'm teasing it. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chiefs plus ten and a half because it's Chiefs plus three, and then I'm gonna tease it up to fifty three and go under. So I'm gonna go Chiefs plus ten and a half under fifty three on the tease tonight, and I'm going Lions straight bet minus six and a half. Who do you like today and tonight? Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass. I'm taking them in the early game, and I think the Chiefs get it done in Buffalo in the late game. You're taking Lions. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes, <laughs> I will beat your ass. Lions uh, early, Chiefs late. <laughs> crazy boo boo chicken. I love this show. <laughs> You're so cute, crazy boo boo chicken. Yeah, where'd you get that name? I was thinking about using that name, but my mom called me Ralph and I went with it. I like a meat cheese. I like extra garlic. I've always told them I like extra garlic. I'm the guy who goes to the game. I get the garlic fries. I put them in a paper bag. I bring them back to the studio. Tom always complains. And Krug doesn't like it because his show starts after and the entire studio smells of garlic. But come on, Krug gets so angry. Why do you get so angry at the Giants, Krug? Well, you know, I was just to uh, come into a studio after Tom was in there. Once we remove the pillow and the blanket, uh, it would it would smell it would smell an awful lot like chewing tobacco. You know, Lowry, I'll tell you one thing: John Lynch may have a better a better uh, uh, percentage than I have, but I'll tell you one thing: I get to go to dinner with Trevor Lawrence, and he's a very attractive man. <laughs> Got great hair. There's no doubt. He should be doing more Pert Plus commercials. Larry, it was uh, a, a, a heck of an evening that the 49ers figured out how to survive. They won it when the chips were down, and they're hosting the NFC title game, and we'll know who it's against 
by the time we are on the air, which is less than 24 hours from right now. Wake up, Damon and Larry, Monday, 8 a.m. It's the best morning show you're going to find around the 49ers anywhere, and you can find it right back here where you're watching right now. Damon Damon and Lowry, enjoy your Sunday, man. Enjoy that Sunday on the couch, and maybe tilt one back for good old Trent Baalke. (laughs) 